Hey guys, so I am uh, getting ready to put together, or I'm putting together the Sunday show. You guys know we go uh, live every Sunday and we do a world news program. And I am looking through just a ton of horrendous videos of migrants coming up from Africa into Italy. I don't know if you guys know this or not, but over the course of this past week, um, the little island of Lampalooza, I don't know how to say it, it's the closest island, Italian island to Africa. It has, I think, over 10,000 migrants, and the, it's more than the population of the island, and you can imagine what that looks like, um, all young men, African men, and um, there's, a, there's a Twitter account that kind of shows the effects of the immigration coming over into Europe and it's there's a lot of violence there's a lot of people who um, try to fight against maybe thieves or you know sexual assaults and it's just there's a lot of violence and I was it's highly disturbing and I was kind of like ah what do I put on a Facebook title I don't want to be censored what do I um, you know how do I cover this in a Christian way how God would have me cover it because it's you know overwhelming the populations there on that little island in Italy Spain and then um, I try to focus on world news um, on Sundays and I'm scrolling through Twitter and I listened to Trump today in the Megyn Kelly interview and he was talking about abortion and you know one of our biggest um, one of the biggest reasons that I supported Trump was he was supposedly a pro-life president he supposedly was going to put three pro-life justices on the Supreme Court we've seen that Kavanaugh um, and Barrett tend to lean a little left when it comes to a lot of the free speech things or the COVID things and been a huge disappointment. Gorsuch's been pretty good. Um, but nobody, he said he was going to put Kavanaugh, or one of them was going to be in the spirit of uh, Anthony Scalia. Not, a, not one of them is. Not one of them's like Anthony Scalia. He's just a really great um, constitutional Christian justice. One of the best we've ever had. And... I saw a clip and it was posted about Ron DeSantis saying, um, or Trump talking about Ron DeSantis and he had a, signed in a five to six week abortion ban in the state of Florida. And I remember back during the midterms, Trump had said mm -hmm. that the reason that we quote unquote lost the midterms um, or didn't gain all the seats, and he says because people were too radical on abortion, like too pro-life. Well, that's not the case. The, a lot of the people that lost the seats were really pro-Trump, pro-MAGA, and full-on. And I thought we were all on the same page. I thought we were all on the pro-life page. And um, he was asked by MS, Trump was asked by MS, NBC if he would support a 15-week federal mm -hmm. abortion ban. Now, to put this in perspective, um, the I think I'm going to – I think it's 12 weeks – the average is a 12-week ban in Europe. You know, Europe is definitely way more liberal than we are. And Europe, America has the most radical abortion 
um, laws in the world. The, the absolute, one of the most radical, I don't know where Australia is at, but I know that even in the U UK, I think there's a 15 week ban, but everything else in Europe is like, like 12 weeks or below. Um, and the way that people are talking about these abortion, you know, you know what, you know, 15 weeks, you're looking at a four, a four, like a four month old baby, a fully formed baby, you know, a baby's heart can beat at less than 12 weeks. Um, and I'm just thinking as people are going back and forth, even Ron DeSantis was saying, you know, he, he didn't want to talk about a, an, a, a federal ban. He wanted it to be in state. He wanted it to be the states because he says, you know, what, 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 what's good for Wisconsin is not going to be the same for Florida. And I'm wearing a shirt it says second amendment on it. You don't have a first amendment. You don't have a second amendment. You don't have a constitution unless you go back to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And if we're not a nation that stands for the right to life for every person, unborn or unborn, light, light the whole thing on fire. I'm done. Like, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I saw Laura Loomer and everybody is coming out to defend Trump. He's like, I don't know. I don't know. 15 weeks. He, he you know, I, I, he says, I want to have something that would be good for everybody. Both sides will be pleased. Well, you know who won't be pleased is that baby that's killed in that womb. You know, I'm not exactly sure how far along my mom was when she found out she was pregnant with me. But my dad wanted me aborted. And if Roe versus Wade hadn't come about, you know, then abortion was illegal in all the states. Every state had abortion illegal. And I don't understand how we can be such a degenerate nation that in the past 50 years we forget who we are. It's like we're cannibals. Like we don't even, we cannibalize children. We cannibalize each other. We look, we view people as like for sex objects. You just, just, we consume everything. We are death. Like Americans are death. Like how can we talk about an abortion ban at 15 weeks? How can we say that five or six weeks is too extreme? Trump. <laughs> why? Why do we have to be a country that kills that kills babies? Why is this even a conversation? It wasn't a conversation in the fifties and before. Everybody knew it was wrong.
I'm, I don't know. Maybe I'm not talking to you guys on Facebook. Maybe I am. Maybe some of you think that it's okay to kill kids. <laughs> I see Laura Loomer out there, and I see a lot of Trump people. Everybody's going to defend Trump no matter what he says. Everybody's going to defend Lauren Boebert no matter what she does because they feel like we have to fight. And that's how we're going to win. Lauren Boebert was in a crowded theater watching some satanic Beetlejuice thing with gay scenes in it. Supposedly some sort of lewd production. She comes dressing like Vine Street Mary with her chest literally not even covered. Like, it, she, why does she even have a, a bra and a, and a dress? It's not even a dress. She shows up. She's loud. She's obnoxious. She's vaping. People ask her to stop. She won't stop. She's up. She's dancing. She's singing. She's doing whatever. And then her little date grabs her and fondles her for a long time. And then she, she grabs him and fondles him in the theater. And she doesn't come out and apologize or say that was wrong. Or say, she's actually still married, by the way. Her divorce is not final. She just wants everybody to feel sorry for her because she says it's she's having a hard time going through a divorce. She's got four kids. She's got a son. She's 38 years old. She's a grandma. She's got a son who just had a baby. And we're all trying to make excuses because we, we need her vote. <sighs> Guys, resistance chicks here... <laughs> We're gonna, I'm going to explain something to you. This is really simple. It's easy to understand. Righteousness exalts a nation and sin destroys a nation. You see, we think that we are fighting the left. We think it's all about votes and Speaker McCarthy. and We think it's about Nancy Pelosi. But no, actually, those people are led by demonic forces. And yes, we want good leaders. And yes, I it would never ever tell you guys to pull away from politics but you know there was a time when there wasn't anybody in politics we could get behind i didn't vote for um romney i didn't vote for mccain i wrongfully voted for george bush and i thought we were doing something good and you know we've been pushing to change the republican party and we still need to push and we still need to get good people into office let me tell you something until we have a national repentance for our sexual sins, and that's what God is doing right now, and I hope you guys can join us in Bards Fest um, this week. Because God is judging not just America. I, was heard, I heard from a uh, Corey Gray who said he was talking to somebody in Canada that the, this uh, father of 10 said that God is judging Canada for its sexual sins. I don't know why God is doing this right now. The reason Bobert was exposed, literally, for who she really is, the, the her date, her boyfriend... He owns a gay-friendly bar that hosts drag shows. Then she gets in front of Congress and says, Oh, parents, you don't want to take your kids to drag shows, and we've got all these drag... Blah, 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 blah. But she's dating a Democrat who owns a gay-friendly bar who hosts drag shows. Then she acts like a whore. She dresses like a whore. She... 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 She, she and then she flips off the people, the, uh, the people at the theater because she was being so disruptive she had to leave. And she flips them off. God is not going to take down the deep state for us. He is going to wait until we're repentant. Until we as a nation repent. And 
There's all kinds of people. They want to repent. You know, it's so funny. These churches want to repent of the sins. They want to repent of the things that they're not actually doing. You're going to hear and see a presentation from a woman who, um, her name is Rhonda Miller and she's with uh, purple for parents in Indiana. And, and she, they expose, she works, she's bringing, um, Judith Reisman's presentation. Last one she gave on Alfred Kenzie and the sexualization of this nation. You know, Alfred Kenzie, if you guys didn't see our two episodes, please go watch the Alfred Kenzie episodes. There's two of them. Um, they're under the revelation red pill. Wednesdays, all oh, my three three chickens are just running together. See, that's that's life. I'm, you know what? I just want to be with my animals and my chickens, having fun in the yard. I will I will turn this around just so you can see, that this is this right here, that's life, baby, right there. Hello, chickens. That is peace. So, she's gonna come and give a presentation to Alfred Kinsey and show you that um, the penal code, the the code that would um, cover abortion, contraceptives, even sodomy laws, cohabitation laws, adultery laws, all those change radically within the past 100 years, less than that, um, mostly in the 50s and 60s, because of Alfred Kinsey's sexology, totally perverted, satanic, saying that most people were um, on some level sexually deviant. A few things from his study he said that 50% of boys who grow up on farms have sex with animals. And that man also said that um, he had a scale of homosexual tendencies and zero meant heterosexual and from one to six was some form of homosexuality that most men were homosexual. And he did that because he interviewed uh, 5,000 people, about 4,000 people were um, criminals. And he did, I think that was men for that particular study of the sexology of the male and sexology of the female. And then he, <laughs> he uh, got with pedophiles and pedophiles, so-called so timed um, children to see that, you know, molested them and then timed them to show that they were sexual and can be stimula sexually stimulated. So Alfred Kinsey's work, he went from state to state and 42 uh, penal code laws were revised because of this sexual pervert and 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 after that you've you've got roe versus wade and i always get the date wrong so forgive me i always say 1978 it's 19 i think it's 1973 <clears throat> so you see this radical change i mean just look at look at movies before 1960 and then a lot of the actors and actresses that you thought were cute and wholesome doing like sex scenes and things like that very perverted so I don't really know what this video is about except for just to um, share my thoughts and to vent and to get this out and maybe maybe change a few minds maybe change God's mind maybe ask his help and pray for judgment I am praying for judgment you guys Please, I need everybody to get on board. I know you're you're afraid to be judged by God. Don't be afraid to be judged by God. Get right by God and ask him to judge because here's the thing. Judgment's good. You know what uh, David said? He said, cleanse my heart. Try, he, do you know David said judgment? He basically said, judge my heart. He says, cleanse me. He said, try me as silver is tried. I want to be cleansed. I want to be holy. I want to be righteous. And you want that for yourself. But I know that you guys are all, a lot of you are afraid for God to cleanse and to judge and to try your family and friends because you think that you know that if God's fire were to come on them, there would be nothing left. But you know, 
Who God loves, he chastises, and who God loves, he burns the fire around. That's who he loves. And I ask God to burn away everything that's not of you. And we need to be asking for God to burn away everything in this nation that's not of him. And in your family and in your friends and in Congress and in your state. Father God, burn away every law that's not of you. Because guess what? Did you know that God only wants our good? I feel like sometimes we think we need to stand between God and, and justice because we feel like God's too hard or God's too harsh, too harsh. But you know, you can't love without God. God is perfect love and God judges right and God judges perfectly. And there could be a homeless guy who's drunk, who's an alcoholic, who lives under a bridge. And when God's judgment comes, you know what happens? He gets set free from alcoholism and he gets a house and a home. And, you, and, and there's a drug addict who's on heroin and God's judgment might come and God, whatever is happening to that person, maybe they're being abused, maybe they were abused and God brings justice and judgment to their lives and the perpetrator, um, God judges and sets that person free. So God's judgment isn't about just wiping away everybody who's currently in some sort of sin. God judges a righteous judgment. He knows your end from your beginning. He knows what you'll be in the future. He knows what you were in the past. He knows where you are right now. And he knows what got you there. So he knows that if there is a woman who feels like she's trapped and she needs to have an abortion, you know, there's some Christians who think that that woman should be prosecuted. I do not, um, obviously, be for, because I don't know what got that lady into that position. But I do know that if it was illegal to have an abortion, then there would be other outlets. And if we had a society that looked down upon premarital sex, then we wouldn't have the, the need for abortion because you're married and you just have kids. And, you know, we did a whole episode on Margaret Sanger and birth control, and I call it population control, because the average family had like used to have like six kids and now we can't afford to have them. We're working two jobs. You can only seem to have two kids. And we, th we seem to think that the, the answer to the problem is to have less kids, but actually God will bless you. If you open up your heart and your soul to have the children and we're in a nation that, you know, created this Federal Reserve System and and made it so that um, to, we needed two incomes. We created the Federal Reserve System and many people don't know the income tax was created at the same time because you need this fake um, facade that we're actually taxing the citizens to um, to cover up the fact that the Federal Reserve is printing money. So taxes are really just a facade because uh, they just keep printing money. We're $33 trillion in debt. Taxes, except for at the local level and at the state level, federal level, they don't, they don't need your taxes. That's just a, that's a facade uh, because it's never, nothing ever gets paid down. We always are in a deficit. So I just want to pray with you guys right now because I feel like God is hearing the cries of all these children who have been sexually abused, whose parents are, they don't care about them. They didn't want them to begin with um, because they didn't love the partner they were with. They just used their partner for sex. And when we just think, and, and the schools and the Planned Parenthood and these radical leftists want to say that your body, you are a sexual being and you need sex like you need food. <clears throat> Therefore, you must consume. And if that is the case, then you must consume another person. Not love them. Not cherish them. Not seek what is best for them. These sexual desires that God gives to people, it's to hold a marriage together and to 
allow two people to enjoy each other and to and it's a glue that holds a marriage together but it's not something that you're born that you need to have it's not food it's not shelter it's not water and God was really clear on these particular desires that if we go sideways with them that he will curse the nation he you know the one all other sins are like outside like outside the body but Paul says that sexual sin is against your temple and the Holy Spirit and is a really grave sin and when I say grave sin it's not necessarily about punishment it's about God cannot work through people who are in that kind of sin you've got representative um, Mace who was joking about how she was her 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 boyfriend wanted to do things in the morning and she's like honey I can't I have to get to a prayer breakfast prayer breakfast and we're all just like but she's great she votes Republican and she votes blah 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 fine whatever well, all we're gonna do is stem you know put our little Tom thumb in the dam before it breaks righteousness exalts a nation this is a Christian nation based on Christian principles and our founding fathers knew and understood that we needed a Christian righteous people in order for God to bless it because blessings come from God and God alone not from our own industry not from our own hard work because guys we don't make it rain we don't make the Sun to shine we don't control the moon we don't control the Sun the blessings come upon the righteous and on the unrighteous as well but when you read Deuteronomy and, and, and God sets aside, sets aside a people, he says, if you do all these things, you'll be blessed. But if you don't, you will be cursed. And actually, in Deuteronomy 28, when the children of Israel were crossing, Deuteronomy 27, excuse me, when they were crossing over the Jordan, Moses was instructed to whitewash or to kind of paint with lime these stones and put the law on them. And then he was to read or that the priests were to have this um, kind of call and return with the people and it was like 12 things it wasn't the whole law and it's and he started with let anybody who makes a graven image or an idol let him be cursed and all the people say amen and let anybody who has sex with his father's wife let him be cursed and all the people said amen let anybody who has sex with his sister the daughter of his mother or the daughter of his father and all the people said amen let anybody who has sex with an animal be cursed and all the people said amen let anybody who has sex with his mother-in-law let him be cursed and all the people said amen let anybody who turns the blind man out of the way be cursed and all the people said amen let anybody who lies in wait to strike or harm his neighbor let him be cursed and all the people said amen there's like 12 things I got a, I'm missing a couple and let anybody who doesn't keep all the law let him be cursed and all the people said amen they called down curses upon themselves why because they knew that if they didn't weed out the sin amongst them then God couldn't bless them so you need God to judge those in your midst so that God can bless you so God let anybody who is harming a child let him be cursed and and I'm saying amen let anybody who is having sex outside of marriage let them be cursed judged something in Jesus name you know when 
the Jews went to go stone the woman caught in adultery, Jesus stopped them from killing her. And he said, you without sin, you cast the first stone. And he saved her life. And he looked at her and what did he say? Go and sin no more because that sin was causing God's judgment to come upon the nation. When you read we, in our Revelation Red Pill, we see that AD 70 was a result. The destruction of Jerusalem, the destruction of the temple. Um, Two-thirds of the Jews uh, were killed by Rome. And this was all predicted by God. You know, the, the, the Babylonian captivity was predicted. It was predicted by Moses and then it was predicted uh, by Jeremiah. It was predicted by um, Isaiah. Uh, Ezekiel spoke to it because he was in it. Um, Jeremiah was in it. And these, all these prophets said, God, judge your people because you are a righteous God. You need to judge us. That's who you are. You need to judge us. You need to wipe out wickedness and, and put these and hold people accountable. And so God, for abortion, judge this nation. Let anybody who thinks that abortion is okay or performs abortions, let them be judged by God. Let us be judged and let us be weighed in the balance. And if there's nothing left, there's nothing left. If you get burned in the fire and you don't have gold or silver left over, then you don't have gold and silver left over. But that's why you're supposed to to go to God and ask him to refine you and try you individually. And then God deals with nations. God deals with their state. God deals with us as a group and God deals with us individually. And if we deal with ourselves individually, then God doesn't need to deal with us as a nation. God is raising up righteous. He's got righteous men and women waiting in, waiting, waiting to, to lead us. But he can't bless us and bless our nation until we demand of ourselves and demand of each other that we live righteously and holy before him and that we honor him and we can keep his commands and his commandments are not grievous his commandments are not hard jesus says if you love me you keep my commands here it is it's so simple god made it simple love the lord your god with all your heart and soul and strength and love your neighbor as yourself if you love your neighbor as yourself you are not going to have sex with somebody outside of marriage if you love god uh, as you um if you love god with all your heart um, you're going to wake up every day and say, God, what do you want me to do today? And if you're doing that, you're going to be kind. You're going to be gentle. You're going to be generous. You're going to be serving one another. Jesus said the greatest amongst you is a servant of all. We're going to be blessing one another. We're not going to consume ourselves of each other. We're not going to, but Jesus, Jesus would say very simply, you guys, there is no weeks where abortion, where God wants abortion. Where you would want to kill a child. He said, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. I knew you. I crafted you. I, I, I sewed you together. I knit you together in your mother's womb. You are precious. You are called in every life. People don't understand how life actually is created. Yeah, people can have sex outside of marriage and, and create this life and they didn't mean to. But then God says, you've done this act. Now here's this child and this child has a purpose. And this child, now that you have created this life, now is supposed to be here. Now that you've created this life, maybe you weren't supposed to do this act that created this life, but now that you've created this life, this life is supposed to be here. And so, Father God, I pray for all the children. I pray for the children in the womb. 
I pray for the children yet to be conceived. I pray for married couples that they would uh, be fruitful and multiply and love one another and support one another and desire to have all of your blessings, the blessings in the fruit of the womb, the blessings in the land, the blessings of Abraham. May they come upon you. May you be blessed to the city. May you be blessed coming in. May you be blessed coming out. May you bless this nation, Father God. But first, Lord God, I ask you to wipe away all of the sickness, all of the, the vileness, all of the perversion, all of the, the pus. I ask you just to rid this nation of of all the perversion right now that's harming that we would not harm one another that we would not use one another that you would um, raise up a generation who will begin to say I just need to teach my children the Bible we need to wake up every day and read the Word of God together as a family together as a nation together as a community I pray for real churches that sh that will, will pop up I pray for real communities surrounded upon the word where people dig into the Bible and they learn how to love and they learn how to serve and they learn how to call upon the blessings and they learn how to pull down the high places and they learn how to cast out demons and they learn how to speak a new tongue and they learn how to walk in love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, and self-control by led by the, your spirit. And I just pray for your true and righteous judgment. Pray for you to wake up Trump. Wake up all these people who are supporting um, all, all these different... It, bad issues that they think that they have to compromise. I just pray that you wake up people that think they need to compromise. Trump, you don't need to compromise. Life is life and it begins at conception. Rain down your spirit, Father God, across this nation and bring us life, liberty, and so that every single person will have the pursuit of happiness. You know, there was something called the Missouri Compromise, and it was every state um, west, I think, was it west of the Mississippi, would get to decide whether they would allow slavery or not. You guys, we can't have this Missouri Compromise. We all know that that was wrong, because slavery is wrong, and we eventually had a federal, federal ban on slavery, and we will eventually get around to a federal ban on all abortion on all murder because we know it's just every state decide whether you can just murder someone or not oh I want to see if California just thinks that you can just randomly just murder a kid outside the womb you can just kill your kid no we have a we can have a federal ban on abortion why why because it's it's the Declaration of Independence it's the Constitution right to life baby we federally have a First Amendment we federally have a Second Amendment we should have a federally have a right to life Come on, this isn't so hard. Well, California won't go for it. Well, guess what? That's the same darn thing that they said when they, they, they drafted the Constitution. They said, well, we'll eventually outlaw slavery. And it took a whole civil war to outlaw slavery. People weren't for it. They weren't for it. And there were a few radicals who saw the individual value of, of, of people... And said, no, you can't enslave a person. <laughs> you don't get to choose state by state whether you can enslave a person. Are you kidding me? You don't get to choose state by state whether you can kill people. You don't get to choose that. That's not a, that's not a state's choice. That's not a state's right. Marriage isn't a state right. Marriage is a man and a woman. It's simple. It's simple, okay? Justice, you literally changed two, well, thousands of years of humanity where marriage was between a man and a woman and one justice, Justice Roberts, changed that? 
As somebody that's not elected? No, justices don't make laws. The Supreme Court doesn't make law. Congress makes law. The executive branch signs it into being. And justices are decide whether it's constitutional. Yes, it's absolutely constitutional because we're supposed to decide cases in the Supreme Court based on the Constitution, based upon original intent. And I guarantee you the Founding Fathers believed that marriage between a man and a woman. Founding Fathers believed that uh, infanticide and killing children was wrong. So yes, constitutionally, there, was a, there is a constitutional, absolutely original intent uh, precedent for banning all abortion. Are you stinking kidding me? That's, abortion is not one of those things that the Founding Fathers got wrong. Everybody's like, the Founding Fathers, the Founding Fathers, you know, they own slaves. Well, Jefferson and Washington tried to end slavery in Virginia. And Washington eventually freed all his slaves. Dolly Madison died poor. And she had a, because uh, um, James Madison freed all his slaves. And um, she had an ex-slave come and take care of her at the end of her life. These people did. They put they put up or shut up. They did. They they truly did. Monticello went under because Thomas Jefferson wanted to make sure that um, if he couldn't end slavery, that they that the slaves that did live on his property, they all man those slaves. He had giant little house. They had houses with giant swaths of land, and he um, encouraged everybody to um, start their own businesses. He uh, had one slave that was really good at. Um, blacksmithing and so he had a blacksmith factory at the top of a hill and everybody's like that was stupid no he gave somebody um the ability to make a living on their own he if if his slaves caught a fish he paid him for it i'm not i'm not, I'm not making excuses for slavery i'm explaining it just like everybody else makes excuses for uh, abortion they don't even explain it they don't even say hey let's end it one day when I mean, you have the opportunity you know, if Jefferson had the opportunity to fully end slavery, he would have. He wrote it in the first draft in the uh, Declaration of Independence. Um, basically, would have outlawed slavery. Okay. I got to get the rest of the show together for Sunday. Got to hand it over to Michelle. I, uh, I'm glad we've had this talk. John Adams said, This Constitution can only work for believing in religious people. It is, fit, it is uh, not fit for anyone else to steward. Something to that effect. Yes. Uh, the Constitution is made for only a, uh, religious and moral people. It's wholly inadequate um, to the um, uh, government of any other. Stop pushing your religion on a free country. Thanks, Julie. I'm glad you're here this morning. Everybody in this country needs to take responsibility for their their actions and educate their children properly. And that's it. The breakdown of the family is a problem. Uh, 7172 says Lorraine. I hear you, sister. This is wicked insanity beyond comprehension. Forgive us, Lord, for these abominations. Isn't it crazy when we think men are going what they're going to um, what they're going to do, what they say once they get in office? Keep focused on the king, praying for those in office and running. And where you are planted, grassroots change counties. In Canada, laws are being made without due process. Mandates made upon a whim by evil bullies being held up as laws. One woman was murdered by security guards in a hospital cafeteria for not wearing a mask. You're absolutely right, Brenda. You're absolutely right. It's not just an American thing. So join us uh, Sunday. We're gonna we're gonna break some of these issues down. Uh, Brenda, join us. Um, 
in just a little bit for we're gonna play um a clip from a party at maybe a new possible party forming in canada to make sure that you guys have your rights and your liberties and and are based upon um the word of god um i love you guys thanks for joining me today i don't really know with the end of of this video maybe you guys can put it in the comments i love you i love you guys you guys are standing up for truth you join us on Fridays, you join us on Sundays, you join us to fight the fight. So I want to encourage you guys that we are going to win. Jesus is victorious. He is king. And we're figuring out how we're supposed to actually take back our nations. Nations. We're going to cover Argentina. Um, what's the guy down in um, El Salvador is doing a fantastic job. We're going to fix this. We're going to fix this world. God is. The kingdom of God is advancing. I want you guys to be encouraged. Even though I was not encouraged this morning. Kind of, well, it's kind of, this is a Psalms moment where David comes in crying and he leaves victorious. Because you can never leave in defeat. God is always going to win. His righteousness is always moving forward. And justice will prevail. As long as there is one person who loves God, justice will prevail. And I love God and you love God. And we will bring justice. And we will bring the people around to understand that you can only a, a righteous and a holy people can get God's blessing on this nation. We will get God's blessing. We are going to get our country back. This is a Christian nation. So be encouraged today. Thank you guys for letting me work this out with you. God loves you. Uh, Disciple kingdom ambassadors stand up. That's how we take dominion one person at a time. Love it, Samuel. All right. Um, keep your chin up, Leah. God is still good. God is more than good. You are right. He is good. He is great. He is awesome. And we sing his praises today. He wants our heart to break for the broken, but he also wants us to, to ask him to fix it. The Spirit of God is upon me because he has um, anointed me to loose the chains of darkness, to undo heavy burdens, to set at liberty the captive and to proclaim uh, proclaim liberty to the captive and set, set, set them free and to proclaim the uh, year of Jubilee. So as we begin Rosh Hashanah, 10 days of awe, today, guys, 10 days of awe, it's this time of Hebrew New Year is coming up, Day of Atonement. Let us seek him. Let us seek his will. Let us allow him to um, uh, cleanse our hearts and ask him to cleanse our nation and bring his righteous judgments and so that we can usher in a new year, holy and righteous. All right. We love you guys. Love you, Lorraine. You guys are awesome. We have victory. Thank you, Lorraine. We do have victory. We are we are overcoming. We are overcoming and we are overcomers and we are going to take this nation back. We're not sitting down. We're not sitting on the sidelines. Um, the pit that our enemy has dug for us, they're going to fall therein. These people who are abusing kids are going to be held accountable in Jesus' name. They will be held accountable in Jesus' name. And God is going to heal these hearts and he's going to mend these hearts and he's going to turn this country around. I, I do have great hope. You guys are awesome. All right. See ya.